This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright. And this week, we're going to talk about yeah, but. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, but. How many times have you caught yourself saying that? Right? Somebody presents a solution for you, and your first response or your first thought is, yeah, but yada, yada, yada. Right? And the yada, yada, yada is not to be confused with the old Seinfeld episode. It's the insert excuse here. Guys, whether it's something to do with a move that you need to make and grow in your business, whether it's a move and something you need to do personally with yourself, something to do with potentially your relationships, something that you need to do to improve some aspect or quality of your life. If you're always going to the well of yeah, but you're going to come up empty in the results department. I know what it's like. I know that it's easy to think that your situation, your sort of circumstances is so unique and rare that the typical advice or the typical solution does not apply. And you know that's not the truth. But what you're looking for is a way to remain in the same place while hoping for a different outcome. For example, we'll talk about something to do with your your relationship. Maybe maybe it's this. Maybe it's uh, because I do have a a fair amount of, of guys who reach out to me. Uh, who are going through breakups or um, about to go through a breakup, whether they know it yet or not. And the the typical advice, the typical wisdom is you have to figure out a way to reconnect with yourself. You have to figure out how to move past the version of yourself that was in a relationship and reconnect with the version of yourself as an individual. But the immediate thought is always going to be, yeah, but if I can just get her back or yeah, but it wasn't quite like that. Yeah, but if I just can, you know, have them hear me out, then it'll be different or then they'll do this more or then they'll, they'll care enough to stay or yeah, but meanwhile, you're not getting any closer to yourself. You're actually staying further away from yourself you're not healing. You're not moving on with your life. Moving on with your life doesn't mean hurry up and find somebody else. Moving on with your life means that you're no longer attaching yourself to a role that you were playing inside the show of your relationship. You've lost your identity. 
and there is nothing wrong with reclaiming it. One, it's more attractive to a woman. Two, it's more attractive to the woman that you just got out of the relationship with. If she hadn't lost attraction, she wouldn't be leaving. Period. That could be an attraction to you physically, emotionally, fundamentally, based on values, whatever. They've lost attraction. And begging to stay, trying to initiate more contact, trying to emotionally manipulate her into responding to you or seeing you doesn't help you. It makes it worse. It absolutely makes it worse. Yeah, but shut up. Brother, I'm telling you right now, shut up. For your own good, shut your mouth. There's a quote by Tim Grover, and that's kind of what inspired this. I'd seen him him saying something in a video. If you don't know Tim Grover, he was the the trainer and coach for guys like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, etc. And it's been really interesting to to see how somebody that's so uh, connected with guys who have won on a super high level sees things. And the way he described it was, when are you going to stop investing in reasons and start investing in results? If you're always looking for a reason as to why you can't take an action, why you can't move forward, you're never going to end up with results as the outcome, at least not the ones you're looking for. So let's stick along with this, this breakup analogy here. So what is it that, I mean, fundamentally, when you break it down, what is it that you're so afraid of? And this is not just for a breakup. This is for anything but we're going to use the breakup scenario. The yeah, buts are basically a way of you saying, I'm afraid to figure out the truth. I'm afraid to figure out who I am. And I'm afraid to maybe realize that it's over for good. Whether it is or whether it isn't, the focus needs to be on you now. Yeah, but if you get, shut up, <laughs> if you're, if you're just wanting to stay in yeah, but land, then stop asking people for help because you don't really want it period. You want to continue to feel sorry for yourself. You want to continue to feel sad. You want to continue to feel unfairly treated in the situation Therefore, you want to continue appearing weak, fragile, a victim. Victimhood is really attractive for people. For the people that are wanting to portray it, not the people that are hoping to partner up with it. It's the opposite. It's repellent.
might be cute for a little bit, especially, especially if you're one of those guys that likes playing the victim because you like being taken care of. And for a lot of women, it's in their nature. It's in ours too to fix things, but it, it's in their nature to want to fix us. Don't be their next project. They never end well. Women always end up sad, frustrated that they went for a child for a man. And we always end up frustrated that we end up being left because they have had enough. So guys, think about it. Next time you find yourself doing that, yeah, but, ask yourself, am I looking for a reason to stay stuck here? If yes, what is it? After you get to that root of the issue, why? Why am I trying to do this? And then ultimately the last question is always, why am I afraid of? Moving on. Why am I afraid of actually looking in the mirror? What I, what am I afraid of finding? And then maybe at the the bottom innermost layer of it, what does this feeling remind me so much of that I'm afraid to revisit it? And I'll tell you what, brother. If you can solve that, you're set. That'll solve a lot of yeah buts. Don't be a yeah yeah but guy when it comes to your relationship. Whether that's getting over one, how to fix the problems that are currently within one, or maybe even it's just you wanting to make a move to initiate a new one. Yeah but. Doesn't work. So I've got some more ideas on this when it comes to Another area that I deal in really heavily with helping people is lifestyle behavior change. All right, so we've gone over relationship, yeah, buts. Now we're going to do it when it comes to lifestyle, behavior, modification, stages of change, all that good stuff. All right. And I actually, I just had this conversation last night with somebody and he was reaching out and he was like, Man, I just, I feel like if, if you just give me like a, a solid meal prep plan or a set of meal plans, like that's all that I need. Okay, I'm, that's, I'm glad you think that. I'm sipping coffee, not tea. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you think that. But that's not, that's not it. So you can get some guidance on how to better structure your meals based on what your needs are to attain your goals. Um, But if, and here come the yeah buts, right? So they said, (laughs) they said, I do really well all throughout the day because I'm so busy working. Like I I lose track of time and I just, I kind of forget to eat. Okay. When I do eat, it's like I I snack here and there, but it's got to be quick because I'm in between calls. I've got meetings, etc. Okay, all right. Sounds like there's a an under underdosing issue here. I always kind of see everything in terms of dosage. 
exercise, medicine, eating, activity, whatever. There's a dosing issue. So severely underdosing throughout the day. All right. And then I was waiting for the next part to come. They're like, yeah. So when I, it gets to, you know, like end of the day or nighttime, like I just, I can't stop myself. Yeah, absolutely. You are being highly restrictive throughout the day. Your body wants the food. It needs the food and you're withholding it from the food. Like, well, I just don't have much of an appetite when I'm busy. Uh, you do. You just ignore it. All right, that's, that's an excuse to tell yourself that I'm doing good by not being hungry yet. And so what happens is you get to the end of the day. Yeah, and, and I just thought of it. Yeah, but I'm not hungry yet. Yeah, but I'm so busy. I don't really have, have time to stop and go, you know, go make something or go get something. All right. And then at the end of the day, I just can't stop eating. I'm eating like everything in sight. So you might do really well. You might take in like 200, 300 calories throughout an entire day. And then you get to about 5, 6, 7 p.m. And then if you, if you really track it, right? There's nothing wrong with tracking just to get an awareness. It's like your budget. You don't really know where your money's going unless you start paying attention to where it's going. Same thing with what we're eating. If you're mystified as to why you can't seem to stop gaining weight or you can't seem to stop doing what you're doing and seeing any change in your weight, then track it. Take a look at it. Like, understand where are these calories coming from? And what's my biggest culprit here? In this case, it's waiting until the entire day has passed to finally start to eat. And then next thing you know, like your, your stop eating sensors, they take a little break because they're bathed in dopamine and all these good feeling chemicals. And they're just like, ah, fuck it. Just let it keep going. And by the time you realize like, oh man, like I'm full. And that's really the case. Normally you get to the point of I'm not full, but I feel so awful with how much I've shoved down my face in such a short period of time that I've got to stop. So then there's guilt. And so now you're associating food with guilt. Like food's a bad thing. And it's not a bad thing. You're treating it though like you're a junkie. <laughs> like it's a, a dirty little secret that you're just trying to engorge yourself in private almost because you're afraid of somebody else witnessing it. That's where you're getting the emotions wrapped up into it. So what, what was my response? Well, one, I joked around. I said, all right, well, since you're looking for some free advice, let me give you something, something free. Um, stop doing that. <laughs> I said, prepare your food for the day, or at least plan out what you're going to have for the day. And eat it at certain times, like set timers, remind yourself, Hey, like 12 PM, 1 PM, eat 8 AM, 9 AM, eat 7 AM, eat 
whatever. You know, have some little healthy snacks close by. Right? Not talking about like the bag of chips or the sleeve of Oreos or whatever. Actually something that's going to provide some nutritional value so your body is able to sustain itself and feel fuller longer instead of just burning up through empty calories and then wanting more. And so here's the response. Yeah, but I do really bad at staying consistent with my meal prepping and I don't really have time anymore to do that. All right, so we got the yeah butts out of the way. And so I said, I understand that. It is time consuming, right? It takes me at least a good hour on a Sunday to prepare about two meals for each day of the week ahead of time. All right, like I use these steamed veggie bags or steamed rice or quinoa or whatever, and I let the microwave do the work. Or while I'm grilling my chicken or whatever protein base I'm using, then I'll just throw a bunch of veggies on with it. Or here's something really cool that I found is a lot of times at most stores, if you actually go look on the outskirts, right, that outer rim of the store, not the aisles, you might find this thing called the produce section. And in the produce section, in the deli section, oftentimes they have like pre-packaged fresh vegetables. They might even already be cut. Okay. And sometimes they already come with like some seasoning in it, you know, like a big wad of garlic butter or something sitting in there or might not, whatever. You can season the taste after you cook it. But all you had to do was just throw that sucker in the microwave for about two and a half, three minutes, let it steam itself enough. And you're like, all right, got my veggies here. Didn't have to cut them. Didn't have to pick them out. It's already here. It took me just long enough to see it, pick it up, put it in the cart. And then it's another two and a half to three minutes when you get home to make it. If you come out with a, with, Come at me with a yeah, but on that one, you're looking for a reason not to do it. All right, so that one's that one's checked off. And then when it comes to, like I said, the chicken, right? Or the turkey, or the steak, or the seafood, the salmon, the whatever. Different meats, different protein sources, or you might be going tofu, you might be going more soy-based, you might be doing something else. What to each their own. But you have to be able to get in a certain quantity of protein as the foundation of your meal. All right, so having said, oh, and yeah, and it's not like we're talking about baking something for, you know, 35, 40 minutes, an hour, and you're just having to sit there and twiddle your thumbs while you're watching it cook. All right, that's something you can, you can get started and either be done with it in three to five minutes or you can prep it, toss it in the oven, set the oven timer, and then it cooks it while you go do something else in the house. And then it'll beep when it lets you know that it's done. 
And you can go back in there and you can take it out of the oven. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool how it works. So anyway, yeah, it's about an hour on a Sunday that I do it. Some people, they might do it on a Saturday or a Monday night. Regardless, they've got something planned for the week. Right? They've got their, their lunch, they've got their dinner. Sweet. Problem solved. And then when you're ready for it, all you have to do is heat it up for about a minute and a half, two minutes. Makes life a lot easier that way. You don't have to think, what am I going to have for lunch today? Oh, what am I going to have time for today? Am I even going to have time for lunch today? Yeah, if you come prepared, you're, you got it. All right, so I said, if that's too much, right, if you're just totally unwilling to go down, go down that road, because that was the thing. It was like, yeah, but that just sounds like a lot of work. Well, I mean, what are you trying to do? Keep it simple, man. If you're really opposed to that, or here was, here was the comment. Yeah, but I get really bored of having the same thing every day. All right. Well, then here you go. If you don't want to prepare at least maybe three different options, and it can all be done in the same batch, you know? like you'd, It's not like you got to cook one thing and then come back later, cook the second meal, and then come back later and cook the third. Like You can do all this at once. But if you don't want to do that, if you want more variety and you're short on time and you don't even want to waste time with the store, whether it be Instacart or just going there yourself, whatever, there are plenty of healthy meal prep delivery services that you can go with. Something that's going to be friendly for your macros, your calorie goals, etc., etc. You can go local, you can go nationwide, whatever works for you. Right? Research different ones. If you're looking to stick pretty close to like macro targets, meaning you're wanting to hit certain percentages of protein, fat, and carbs in each meal, while making sure that you get a pretty decent variety of the micronutrients that are involved, like through your veggies and sides, things like that, then go with a plan with like trifecta. Right? They're pretty pretty good about that. Most general, like if it's weight loss, if that's your goal is weight loss, then you know, something that might fit in more of the, like the whole 30 category just because it's got a close enough breakdown of like carbs, fats, and proteins to be conducive to a weight loss goal with in conjunction with an exercise plan. Or maybe you're just like, I don't know if I want to start exercising yet. I want to battle this nutrition thing. All right, cool. Do that. Go with a meal prep service. And I'm not talking about freaking McDonald's to go. I'm talking... <laughs> I'm talking about something that's going to actually have a, a substantial high nutrient profile for your body. Like a, a well-balanced meal. Doesn't have to be a lot of food. Yeah, but I can't eat a lot of food in the middle of the day. I get really tired afterwards. Well, yeah, but it doesn't have to be a lot of food. Have you seen these meals? Like they're size of your iPad probably, the tray. But it's nutrient-dense, leaves you feeling fuller longer. It's got plenty of protein in it, leaves you feeling fuller longer. Oftentimes, the sides with the vegetables, a lot of fiber in there, leaves you feeling fuller longer. And drink more water. 
that will make you feel more full without having to eat yourself into a stupor. All right, so that's an example of another yeah, but scenario. I've got plenty more when it comes to working out, exercise, other sort of movement-related tasks because, hey, there's no fast return on my efforts here. In fact, the most immediate return that I get is fatigue and soreness. If you dose it right, that's somewhat true. If you go too hard, then you're going to get discouraged. You're not going to do it. You're going to go, yeah, but that really was making me really sore last time, so I'm not going to do it. Okay, so sweet, man. You got your ticket out. That's what you wanted. You wanted to, an excuse just to say, yeah, but you got it. Now you're done with it. And we'll see you again when you're fed up enough with how you look and feel and think about yourself. All right, see you in about three months. Maybe six. Uh, it's a vicious cycle, guys. Yeah, but. Meanwhile, I've got guys I'm working with that are over their yeah, but stuff. Not completely. We still have those conversations. But my clients who are just saying, you know what? I've tried the yeah, but way. Doesn't work great for me. So I'm open to what you have to say. Let's try, let's try something different to get a different result. If that's where you're at, man, we'd love to have you over in the Becoming a Better Man Facebook group. Now, it is only for paid registered members of the 21-day Becoming a Better Man Breakthrough course. I don't have a, a, a free community out there um, to potentially be infected with a lot of thought viruses and a lot of yeah buts. That's not what these guys need. These guys want somebody alongside them to help support them, but then also encourage them and lift them up when they know they can do better. No yeah buts. <laughs> All right, so if that's what you're looking for, I'll put the link to sign up in the, in the show notes of this episode in the description. And you guys can click the link check it out, see if the description that's on that page to pay and sign up sounds good enough for you. If you're looking for that kind of community, if you're looking for something that you can like actionably get started with in about 10 to 15 minutes in the morning for 21 days straight, they can actually like really move the needle forward for you in a big way just by helping you get out of the same repetitive thought processes and perspectives about your own life and your own situation. You don't have to be a bad person, right? That's another, that's a misconception that kind of gets thrown on this is that if we feel like we need help, does that mean that there's something wrong with us or that we're a bad person? I know I'm a good person. I don't need, you know, I don't need help. Really? Man, it's not for broken, fucked up people and criminals, things like that. It's every everyday dudes. Sometimes it's probably the most happy and successful people you've ever known are struggling with something that just feel like, man, there's just some, some kind of rut that I'm stuck in 
mentally or emotionally or whatever. And it always seems to pop up at the same spots. And I'm tired of dealing with it. I'm tired of feeling like I'm just drifting. And I'm not really zeroed in on my purpose, even though I, I appear successful. I'm just still struggling internally with something. And I want to try and find a way to stop from that being such a, a bump in my road forward. Yeah, sweet, man. I can definitely help you with that. And the good news is you've got access to it forever, right? So you hit another bump in the road in the future. You get fast forward about six months, a year, two years. Like, man, here I am again. You know, I kind of got out of my, got out of my groove. All right, let me log back into the old course here. Get started in 21 days. If a lot of y'all are crazy enough to do this 75 hard nonsense, then you can dedicate 21 days to doing something for about 10 to 15 minutes for yourself just to start shifting your perspectives. Because if you shift your perspective, if you change your beliefs about your situation, about your life, about yourself, then you're providing your brain new information. If you're providing your brain new information, then you can start having a different life different outcomes. So it's a lot of, a lot of power in the stepwise approach and the breadcrumb trail. So check it out. Got the link in the description. No pressure. If it's not for you. If you're not ready yet, you, you know what? Just stay where you're at. And then when the time comes, you can be ready. If you feel like you're ready. Anyway, that'll be in the description. And then as always, guys, if you have any questions, um, anything like that, feel free to reach out to me. Shoot me an email, becomingabettermanpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to say, think this episode was helpful, if you thought any episode was helpful, if you want to share it out, put it on your social media, put it in your stories, share it on your actual page, tag me in it, becoming a better man, underscore under each word. You'll, you'll recognize the profile picture when you tag me. Love to know that you're spreading the word and that it resonated with you. All right, guys, that's all I got this week. Until next week, let's see if we can become better men one day at a time. All right, brothers. Love you all. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode as well as taking a screenshot with the tag becoming a better man. So that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities and their families.